This was yesterday. I was at home. Uh, I was there before yesterday. It was just like I was praying and doing some reading. Uh, we had vacation Bible school last week, uh, and Anna was teaching it. Uh, Anna was up there, and I was at home uh, praying and stuff and sort of had some time to myself. And God began to, to show me some things uh, and sort of just completely changed my message for today. And, and while I didn't understand it at the time, I understand now. God has a reason for everything. And I trust God. I'm just going to follow the Lord. And y'all, I'll cover y'all's prayers, like I said, for this message. Uh, have a lot of scriptures. If you want to stand, you can. There's a lot of scriptures I'm just going to start throw at you. I'm going to throw the scriptures, and then we're just going to get right into it. Uh, starting with Matthew chapter 10, starting at verse 16. Says, Behold, I send forth as a sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Next verse. But be aware of men, for they will de- deliver you up to the councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. Next verse. And ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how you, how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given. Oh, we went too fast. For it shall be given in the same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speaks, but the Spirit, your Father, which speaketh in you. And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death, and the father the child, and the child shall rise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. I believe one more verse. And he and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endures to the end shall be saved. Remember that last verse. Matthew 24. And we'll just go straight to verse 13. For the sake of time. Matthew 24 and 13. Okay, still. But he shall endure until the end. The same shall be saved. One more verse. James 1 and 12. One and twelve, James one and twelve. While they're looking for it, I'll just go on and read it. Blessed is the here we go. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to him that love him. You may be seated. Brother Bob, will you pray over the reading of the word? Have 
talking about just what I'm preaching on with those few scriptures I will share with you. We're going to be talking about endurance. Endurance is the end. And, uh, God began to deal with me on this um, very seriously this week. Um, had a lot of things going on. Um, but my first sort of idea and thought about enduring, I wanted to look up and see what exactly does enduring have to do with in the Bible? What, where does it talk about enduring in the Bible? What's the definition of enduring? Uh, enduring, I looked up, it's fine 99 times in the Bible. It's either endure, endureth, enduring, enduring, or enduring. Uh, 99 times. Most of those are in Psalms 136. For the Lord's mercy endures forever. Uh, and I thank God for that. Uh, but I thought about enduring. I got some pictures of some of endu- some people enduring some things. Endurance. You got those pictures for me, brother? All right, endurance. What does this one say right here? This is endurance. When we think of endurance, I think about marathon running or something that takes a lot. You kind of can't really read those You see the scriptures, uh, these pictures that court in corporate America, if you work in an office or something, and endurance, and you can just skip through those endurance pictures. Uh, some people might think running it takes a lot of endurance to run. If you're going to run a marathon, uh, riding a bike takes a lot of endurance. And uh, is that all of them, I think? Right, we have a lot of scriptures on endurance. And I think I have one that talks about, has a definition of endurance up there. Endurance is a noun. It's the power to withstand pain or hardship, the ability or strength to continue despite fatigue, stress, or any other Adverse condition. It's that power to withstand. When things get tough, it's not just us keep going. It's when the things get tough that you stand. You take it. That's enduring. And in Matthew chapter 10, thank you, y'all can go ahead and turn those down, the pictures. In Matthew chapter 10, it says in verse 22, that for my name's sake, you'll be hated. I'm here to tell you, church, that people's okay with you going to church. People, people is okay that you believe in God. But when you start putting a name on that, when you when you say Jesus. Be ready. Because that's when the people's going to attack. People are okay with religion. They're not okay with Jesus. And uh, endurance is very important. Now I want to talk about endurance. We did a, we've been doing, uh, teaching the teens on Sunday mornings up at Hope. We've been teaching them how to do home Bible study. And how we've been teaching them is, church today um, because I think sometimes 
we don't maybe fully understand the plan of salvation or we, we, we stick to some parts of it. But there's actually six steps to the Bible study we taught for the plan of salvation. Step number one is believe in Jesus Christ. There's many denominations that will tell you it's all you got to do. And uh, we learned Sunday, um, all the kids thought when we talked about this, the step one, believing in Jesus, uh, the kids were surprised that that was step one, believing in Jesus. But it doesn't stop at step one. You see, even the demons believe. If you stop at step one, you're on the same level as the devil. Because the devil believes. It takes more than believing. So we have believing. Step two is confession of your sin. We have to confess our sins to Jesus. Step three is repenting of your sin. We have to turn away from it. Step four is baptism in Jesus' name. Five is receiving the Holy Ghost. And step six, Matthew 10 and 22, enduring. You see, so many times, like if we look around the church today, I don't care what church you go to, you'll look around and you'll be wondering where's this saint and where's that saint. They followed the word and repentance and baptism and they received the Holy Ghost. But for some reason they didn't endure. What caused them to stop enduring? And I'm here to tell you, church, just because you're Holy Ghost filled, you still have to endure you got to endure to the end. You see, this, this, this thing is not it's a marathon. It doesn't matter how. And so many times we see people, they, they hit the gate running. And they're, they're sprinting. But what happens in a marathon is you're sprinting the whole way. A marathon is like 26 miles or something like that. You get tired. You get burned out. I'm here to tell you, church, we've got to start teaching and learning how to endure things. Because it's those who endure to the end. That shall be saved. When I wrestled in high school and in junior high, I wrestled. And Brother Scott, here was the key to wrestling. I learned the hard way my uh, first year of wrestling. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty lazy guy. Now, I might be strong, but I'm pretty lazy. I don't like to run. I'm not a, I'm not a conditioning person. I'm more of a, you know, I'll, if I'm going to work out, I'd rather lift weights. See if I'm going to I don't want to run on a treadmill. I don't want to ride a bicycle. I don't, I really don't want to lift weights. But I mean, if I'm going to do something, that's why I'm more of a you know weight training guy. Yeah, how much can I bench press or something? If I if I was going to be anything, okay. And in, in high school wrestling and in junior high wrestling, wrestling in school, I learned that I watched over and over. My first year, I lost a lot. It was my seventh grade year, the first year I wrestled. I lost all the time. And it's because I had no because, see, it, it, it was rare for someone to be, uh, a lot of times, if you have good wrestlers, no one gets pinned. It's a fight for all three periods. And those periods are three, three-minute periods. Nine minutes is all I had to endure. In my first year of wrestling, I learned the hard way that I couldn't endure nine minutes of wrestling. I would get tired, and I would end up on my back somewhere in those nine minutes. So what did I have to do? I had to build up my endurance. I had to start, you know, Mama sent me to the gym. Uh, I had a, man, I remember running. If y'all know what Stratton High School is, I was, this is my freshman year, I think, and I would jog from Stratton. I would all the way up Stratton 
started to do better and perform better in wrestling because I built up endurance. And we have to learn to build up our endurance in the Lord, spiritual endurance. And uh, all through the Bible it talks about endurance. And I want to share a few scriptures uh, about endurance. And uh, my question was, how do I build my endurance in the Lord? How do I not give up? How do I keep fighting? About the how and the why is like why why are we doing this? Why are we fighting? Why why do we have to fight? And uh, why do I have to be endured? Why do I have to endure? And the only answer I could come up with because I didn't want to just talk about endurance. I want to talk about how to endure. The only answer I could come up with was in Second uh, Timothy chapter four. It talks about. Paul talks about, and I, I want to read, I like, I love this chapter. I want to read a few verses in this chapter. Paul is commissioning Timothy here. He's telling him to preach the word, to be ready in season and out of season. Convincing, rebuking, exhorting with all long suffering and teaching. He says, for the time it will come when they won't endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. Do not do the work of the evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. So he's talking about there's going to be a time where people's going to turn away from the sound doctrine. They're not going to endure this, okay? They don't want to believe Jesus is God. It's offensive to say Jesus is God. I, uh, there's a popular movie slash book out. And, uh, because it was popular and I, I run out of things to do, I, I like to listen to stuff at work. I listen to music. I listen to preaching. Uh, sometimes I listen to a book. Because uh, I, I sit at my desk all day on the computer and it's all that empty. It's very boring. So I listen to stuff. And Man, this book is popular. I want to know what it's about. It's called The Life of Pi. You may have seen the movie. You may have read the book. I don't know. The book is like very big. I would never read it, but I listened to half of it, I think. And in this book, it's about this guy, fictional, non-fictional. I don't know. I didn't really look that much into it. But uh, this guy descended. Okay? And one day he goes to a Christian church. So now he's a Hindu Christian. And one day he Muslim church. So now he's a Hindu Christian Muslim. He believes everything. He said, I'm telling you right now, as long as you're okay with everything, as long as you don't stand on something firm, as long as you don't say Jesus is the only way, you're okay. But it's when you say Jesus is the only way, and the book of Acts it says by, there's no other name by which we will be saved. So I'm telling you right now, my 
Muhammad can't save you. The Hindu gods can't save you. By no other name can we be saved but the name of Jesus. And it's that that offends people. They don't want to hear that. And that's when they're going to attack you. It says we're being thrown out like sheep and, and, uh, to the wolves. And we are. Because people do not want to hear Jesus' name preached. They don't want to hear baptism in Jesus' name. They're offensive to it. It hurts them. It offends them. And the Bible says that we've got to stand strong. We've got to endure these things through the work of the ministry. Paul goes on to say, for I'm already being poured out as a drink offering. And the time of my departure is at hand. Here's the steps right here. Paul has endured. Paul was getting ready to get his head chopped off with Jesus. Is what's supposed to happen. Or he gets hung upside down, don't he? Is, is Paul, Paul get, he gets beheaded. Okay. Peter's the one that's crucified. Okay. So they so say. So they say. I get Paul and Peter mixed up sometimes. I get any of your name starts with the same letter as somebody else, I'll get you mixed up. But, so Paul, he's getting ready to get his head chopped off here. He's on the chopping block. He's, or he's getting ready to. He says, so he's fought his fight. He's endured this thing, okay? So if, 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 we gotta, if we're going to learn how to endure something, I want to read what someone who endured something said. And he says, I fought the good fight. You want to be the first step to enduring? It's fighting. If you're a person who just gives up, just says, you know what? It's too hard. I give up. You'll never endure it. you got to fight. you got to have fight in you. you got to be ready. You know, if I, when I wrestled, if I wasn't ready to fight, if I didn't have the fight in me, I'd never win. you got to have the fight in you. you got to say, no matter what comes my way, I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight with everything I have. And then I'm going to expect Jesus to take care of the rest of it. What I don't have. So the first step, it says, Paul said he fought the good fight. The first step to enduring is fighting. He says, I finished the race. You got to finish it. You can't, you can't serve the Lord half your life and then give up halfway. You got to finish this thing. You got to serve him to the end. That's enduring. I finished the race. I have kept the faith. You got to keep the faith. No matter what comes your way, you got to stand on Jesus. The reason I wanted to share this today, and y'all bear with me, something happened to me two weeks ago. And ever since then, I've asked God why. And you can have that out. A friend of mine from high school took his life two Wednesdays ago. And I've asked God why so many times in the past two weeks. Went to the funeral home last week. And I just kept asking God why. I don't understand. I don't understand. And you can show those pictures. I want y'all to meet my friend Josh. I brought his pictures today. Josh. I went to high school with Josh. And many of y'all have heard me talk about some of my other friends in high school. My friend Corey, he got killed in a drug deal. Y'all have heard that. This is Josh. He hung out with us too. He was a bad guy. But I want to tell you a story about Josh. Josh, instead of getting shot and killed like Corey did, Josh ended up in jail. And in jail, 
Brother Sheldon starts. Josh started going to their prison ministry. Josh was baptized by the Dead Shoulders. Josh got out of jail, and Josh went to FAC up until he took his life. I was with Josh at missionary conference and prayed with him when I watched God show him what the Holy Ghost. As soon as he took his life, I called Brother Shoulders and I asked, did he get out of church? What happened? Brother Shoulder said, I just found out. He says, I don't understand, Joseph. He said, this guy was one of the biggest worshipers. He was in the altars every service. He was in my new converts class. And I was like, I don't get it. What happened? What happened? I'm not saying, you know, Josh is in hell or he's in heaven. He's in the hands of a just God. But I began to ask, why? 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 Why, God? Why? And I, and I went to the funeral home last, this past Wednesday. You see, Josh lived a bad lifestyle until he went to jail. He went to jail, he had nobody. All of his friends, all the people he partied with, they were nowhere else around. They said nothing about him. He got caught, they didn't. But in jail, somebody reached out to him, which was true. Josh attempted to make a change in his life. And I, I feel like Josh did. I saw a change in the man's life. I watched, I watched him lay on the floor speaking in tongues. Josh has got two beautiful little girls, one 10 and one 8 years old. While I was praying with Josh, she was asking, and she was talking to Anna about, I want to be with my daddy. I want to be like my daddy. I want to get baptized and different things like that. And I think about that family that breaks my heart. When I went to the funeral home, Brother Darrell, and it wasn't like going to the funeral home. Today is because Brother Shoulders had no clue that Josh was at the point of taking his life. I had no clue. I was friends with Josh, trying to keep up with him on Facebook here and there. This man, the day before he took his, two days before he took his life, if you read what he posted on Facebook, it's, it's a tremendous testimony about what God's doing in his life and how God has delivered him from this, delivered him from that. One of the most positive men. Or positive people I've ever watched change from so negative to so positive in my life. And he took his life. 
And I said, you know what? I don't know if anybody else is wrestling with that. Maybe you're not wrestling with taking your life, but you're right there. You're saying, you know what? I'm tired of fighting. I'm just ready to give up. Don't stop fighting. Because if you want to endure, you got to keep fighting. Maybe, you, maybe you're wrestling. I want to take my life. Maybe I just want to quit church. I'm tired of this. Things are going to come against us. Things came against my friend Josh. And if I had an opportunity to tell him, I would have told him, Josh, don't quit fighting. Endure this thing because good things are coming. What's that scripture in James that I, I read, James 1 and 12? Like he says, those who endure temptation. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life. The enemy is going to tempt you with things every day. Every day you try to come and listen. You try to come serve the Lord, the enemy is going to tempt you. It might be money. It might be drugs. It might be fishing. It, might, it don't matter what it is. The enemy is going to tempt you with anything you can. He's going to tell you you're not good enough. Did you know what? If Josh could do that, that means anybody could do it. I, we have no clue. You, the person sitting next to you right now could be contemplating taking their life. They, they could be. This could be their last service. They're thinking about walking out on God. We don't know what's going on when I'm with each other tonight. And so I came here to share. You got to endure. Luke 13 and 24 says, "Strive to enter the straight gate." For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter it and shall not be able to. we got to strive. Striving means we've got to put some work into it. And many's going to try, but many don't want to put the work into it. If I, if I want to be built, if I want to have big muscles and lose this gut, I can do it. But I have to strive to do it. I have to be willing to put the work into it. Many of us have tried to go on diets and different things. We've tried working out. We try, just like it says that many shall try to do into the short, the narrow gate. But not all of them will be able to do it. We gotta press forward. We gotta keep fighting. We gotta finish this race. Anna, will you come play something while I get ready to close? To endure is to undergo hardship without giving in. It involves suffering. To remain firm, no matter what. I'm telling you, church, it doesn't end just after this trial. It doesn't end being filled with the Holy Ghost. You gotta endure this thing. You can look right now around this congregation. I can name people who can do this. I don't know where they are. Maybe they're somewhere else.
Churchill is known for a quote, never give up, never give up, never give up. Get that in your mindset, I'm never giving up. I'm going to keep fighting.
been we serving a long time. You've learned how to endure. Come pray for some of us. Help us learn to endure.
Hallelujah. Shall renew their strength. Oh God of Israel. They shall mount up with wings. Oh, hallelujah. As the eagle, they shall run and not grow weary. For oh, the name of Jesus. They shall walk, we walk and not faint. Teach me, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, teach me, Lord, yes. to wait. Oh, God's going to reward you. Oh, hallelujah. They that wait, wait on upon the Lord Hallelujah. shall renew oh, yes, their strength. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. They shall mount up Holy Ghost is mount with you, wings as the eagle. 